Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to Award to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in a direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Word to the Wise podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been getting a lot of great feedback and reviews from the podcast episode that I dropped last Monday about talking to crazy, how to deal with irrational people in your life that featured Dr. Mark Golston. So I'm so happy that you guys are enjoying that episode, but just wanted to give a friendly reminder that if you are enjoying the podcast, please make sure you leave a review and rate it five stars, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. That will be very helpful in getting the podcast more visibility and, you know, allowing people to discover some of the amazing content that you guys are listening to. So just wanted to remind you guys, but I'm so happy that you guys have been enjoying that episode. So I'm super excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about intuition. So before I get into all of that, you know what time it is. It is time for the song of the week and trust and believe. Okay. I got that from my sister Tutu. She says, trust and believe, (laughs) trust and believe like this song has had me doing so much cardio. Like it's, it's so, it's so fun. And I'm pretty sure that I'm late to the party. It's a couple of months old at this point, but I'm just discovering the song and I cannot stop dancing to it. So the song of the week this week is Alami Day featuring Bad Boy Tims and it is called Loading. Here it is. Honestly, like I'm literally dancing in my chair right now. (laughs) So if you're interested in listening to that song after listening to today's episode, I'm going to be leaving all of the details in the show notes. But to be very honest with you, I struggled with picking the song of the week this week because Davido just dropped a new album. So for those of you who don't know Davido, he's an Afrobeat artist out of Nigeria and he just released a new album called A Better Time. And I've had a couple of songs on repeat and I was just like, ah, do I go with that do I go one of the songs from the album or do I go with a song from Alami Day and I ended up going with Alami Day but then as you know as I was thinking about it I'm like why should we only have one song of the week this week maybe maybe they need to have two and another song of the week this week for me and for you guys is Davido featuring Nicki Minaj called Holy Ground she said come if you wanna I say I know myself I'm gonna wanna Activate on a cover 
So let me know, she say one them pico Activate if you wanna Let her know it's not the normal size This kind thing, don't make your ship capsize So let me know if you wanna ride She call me brother I call her sister too Mama so fight, she get like six tattoos If she was a city, she be Timbuktu My holy ground with me around too Brother, I call her sister too Mama so fight, she get like six tattoos If she was a city, she be Timbuktu Oh, I love that song so much as well. So I'm going to be leaving both of these songs in the show notes for you to check out after listening to today's show. I hope that you enjoyed the bonus song of the week. All right, people, let's get into intuition. All right, let's get into it because this is one of my favorite topics to talk about. And if you've been following me on the podcast, you'd have heard me talk about intuition so many different times. So one of the things that I talk about a lot when it comes to intuition is listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. So I'm assuming and I'm realizing that maybe a lot of people don't really understand what that means to listen to your intuition or to listen to your gut, right? Because it's it's a very ambiguous statement. So I really want to get into the podcast today to discuss what does it actually mean to follow your gut? How do you do it, right? So first and foremost, it's important to define what intuition is. Now, intuition is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. So essentially, it's your immediate understanding of something, right? There's no need to think about it. There's no opinion associated with it. It's not a rational thought process, right? And, you know, it's just a feeling in your body. It's a sensation, right? And it's very, very, very personal to you. That's very important. Everybody's gut, everybody's instinct is going to feel different to them, right? And that's why I wanted to do this episode because it's not an umbrella or blanket statement. Not everybody feels their gut response or their intuition in their gut or in their stomach, right? Not everybody feels that. So your intuition is very, very personal to you. Nobody else can weigh in on it. Only you can make the call. Only you can decipher whether or not it is your gut response. And the benefits of listening to your gut response, it really helps you to avoid unhealthy relationships and situations, right? So a lot of times throughout our lives, we have people who give us different advice. Some of them have great intentions, others not so much. So our intuition really helps guide us to decipher when somebody's being real and honest and actually bringing forth good energy versus when somebody's actually bringing forth bad energy and they actually aren't looking out for you, even though it seems like that. So the process of trusting our gut and our intuition is actually not simple, right? It's not simple at all. Like I said, when people say, follow your gut, follow your intuition, what does that mean? I know I'm not the only one that's pulled out my hair trying to figure out like, oh, how do I know this is my gut? How do I know this is my intuition? People keep telling me to follow it, but how how do I follow it? Am I even following it? Am I doing the right thing? So it's not actually that easy to follow it, right? Because we have a lot of thoughts and baggages, like things that constantly in our mind that actually pull us in the opposite direction. But luckily, our intuition and it's almost like an instinct, right? We can never get rid of it, but we can definitely build that muscle, right? Because it's our internal guide. It's our internal guide towards like wisdom. So 
we can definitely strengthen that muscle. So before we get into how to strengthen our intuition, we need to understand what are some of the things that get in the way of us strengthening our intuition? Because I think that's very important, right? Because we all know that we have intuition. We all know that we have like a personal guide within us, but but oftentimes we don't talk about things that hold us from tapping in. We just equate it to, oh, well, maybe my intuition isn't strong. Maybe I'm not tapped in. Well, the thing is you might actually be doing things to, you know, steer you away from actually listening to your intuition. So let's talk about some of those things that get in our way. Number one, the first thing that gets in our way is overthinking. Now raise your hand if you're one of those people who overthink. I am an overthinker. My brain is constantly active all the time, 24-7. Like I'm always, always overthinking. And remember, the definition of intuition is understanding instinctively without the need of conscious reasoning, right? But and overthinking offsets that. So if you're someone that puts excessive thought into decision making, like me over here, because you want you don't want to make the wrong decision. And even if you're getting a gut response and you're just like, oh, but is that right? You know, you're overthinking, then, you know, that's a way of blocking your intuition and not being able to tap into it. Right. That's something that's going to hold it back. Another thing is the whole idea of thinking you should do something right? This is very, very important because a lot of times we make decisions through the eyes and lenses of other people. I know that I'm on that table as well. I definitely make decisions based on how other people are going to perceive it, right? And sometimes to some extent, that's good because I'm the oldest of four girls. So I have to make sure that I'm setting a good example for my sisters. But, you know, that puts a lot of pressure too, because it's like I'm constantly making decisions, you know, because I want my decisions to come off like great decisions to the outside world, right? Because my parents' opinions and everything, they, they matter, even the opinions of my friends. So I'm that whole idea of like, you should be doing something, that also holds us back. For example, if you're going to college and you feel like you need to go study, I don't know, poli-sci, but you have a lot of pressure from your family to go be a doctor now that that's that's where you know like it becomes okay I should do this right I should be a doctor and then you're making your decision not based on the instincts that you're feeling but based on what you think how you feel like other people should perceive it another thing that holds us back from tapping into our gut um prejudice and unconscious bias So if you have prejudice or unconscious bias against something, it's going to hinder your gut because a lot of times the reactions that you're having, you might think it's your gut, but it's really not your gut. It might just be coming out of fear. So, for example, you know, if you're a white person and, you know, a black person walks into your store and you clench your purse or you have your hand on like the alarm button because you feel like they might steal something or you're following them around the store because you think that they might steal something. That's not really your gut guiding you um, to be, you know, to protect yourself. That's just you kind of being prejudiced and biased that, you know, a person of color is going to come and rob your store or steal something or not pay for something. That's not your gut, 
right? Another example could be a really beautiful and attractive person walks into a room and then you automatically think, oh, this person is going to be stuck up. Well, that might have been your experience at some point, but I guarantee you most of the time that's probably not your experience. So at that moment, that's not really your gut. That's an unconscious bias or prejudice against someone because they look a certain way. Another thing that holds us back, which kind of ties into the, you know, you should be doing something is the whole idea of seeking advice and opinion from other people. So when you get a gut response and the first thing you want to do is go to somebody else to validate that gut response and the people you're going to be going to are people that you love, right? You're going to be going to your friends, your parents, you know, your siblings, you know, your extended family, whoever, you want their validation, you want to keep their love, you're going to go to them for certain opinions. And if they say like, hey, you know, I don't think you should do this, right? Like, oh, hey, mom and dad, or, you know, I want to go to Australia for two years, right? To study animals. I'm making this up, right? But just rock with me. Um, I want to go to Australia for two years to study animals because I'm drawn to Um, evolution and I just want to I'm drawn to the biology of certain animals in certain regions whatever it is and you go to them and you ask them for their opinion they're like oh you know Australia it's so far away the time difference is so huge you know how do you know that you're actually going to like that it's a waste of time so you know when you get all those different opinions it can really jade how you're feeling and jade you know the decision that you have to make you know and a lot of times too it's like your gut and your instincts don't always make most of the time they don't make sense to other people so I have a story for you. I have a quick story for you. Here's an example of a time where I decided to listen to my gut and not listen to anybody's opinion or advice. Now, I've told a part of this story on the podcast before, but this is an extended version. Um, I'm still going to try to keep it as concise as possible. So if you guys remember, I told you that I got a job when I was looking to move to D.C. in June of 2018. Um, I got a job and I turned it down because it was not what I was looking for. I didn't like the company and I didn't like the pay. And it sounded insane at the time because I was supposed to be moving to DC by October. And here I am turning down a job in June. So that was a pretty intense. So I kept looking for other jobs, right? And I got a couple of interviews and I actually flew down to DC twice in July for interviews, right? And they went, the interviews went really well. And I still wasn't feeling any of the companies, but I was like, you know what? I already made a decision to turn down a job in June. I can't do the same thing again. So luckily for me, and it sounds like luck now, I didn't get accepted or I didn't get either of the jobs. And I actually felt a little bit happy because I was like, okay, I wasn't forced to make a decision because my gut would have told me to turn it down as well. So fast forward to September, I have two other job interviews that I have to go down for. Now, the first job interview, I had already had two preliminary interviews before. It was a three-step interview process. The first two interviews, was one was on, on a phone call, the other one was on Skype. The third one was the final interview, and I guarantee you I was going to get the job. I knew for sure I was going to get the job. Um, that was basically what was hinted at to me, but they wanted me to come into the office. Now, the second interview, 
um, that was pending as well. I only had a preliminary call. So this was the first, you know, in-person interview or like, you know, pretty extensive interview that I would be having, you know, with my potential supervisors and managers. So, you know, there was no guarantee that I was going to get this other job that I had pending for me. So here I was sitting down like, oh, I've made so many trips. I've spent so much money. I'm running low on money. How am I going to go to both interviews, which are a week apart? And I couldn't get them any closer because I tried, which are a week apart. Um, and I can't stay over in D.C. for many days in a hotel because I wouldn't be able to afford that. Right. And I didn't want to stress out my friends or, you know, my support system or my parents for extra money. So I was just like, what do I do? How do I figure this out? So I just kind of sat silently, took a step back. And I had this intuitive hit that was basically like, you know what, let go of the job offer that was going to be a sure thing. Or it's not job offer, not job offer, right? I meant to say job interview. Let go of that interview, that other interview that you know for sure you were going to get the job, right? And just focus your resources and time on the second interview. Mind you, I have no idea whether or not I'm going to get this job, right? I just knew that that was what my gut was telling me to do. And so I listened, didn't ask for anybody's opinion didn't ask for anybody's advice. I just decided to do it, right? And I booked my ticket and I went for the interview and I was offered a job literally two days later. And when I think back on it, it's such a crazy thing. Um, But sometimes our instinct and our intuition requires us to do crazy things and have, you know, crazy faith. Now, don't get me wrong. It is important to go to people that you care and love and trust for advice because sometimes, you know, it could go back to that whole thing about being prejudiced or having unconscious bias or thinking you should do something or overthinking. And sometimes they really, people who really know you, care about you and love you are able to tell and help you work through those other things that could be holding you back or jading your instincts. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a muscle that you have to practice. All right, moving on to something else that really holds us back when it comes to our intuition. When we want something badly, wanting something badly holds us back from following our instincts or intuition. Now we're all on this table. Everybody knows that there's something that we all want so badly that even if your intuition or your instincts are telling you, hey, this is not a good fit for you, we still want it so bad. And sometimes because we want it so bad, we superimpose or think our intuition is telling us to go for something and not realize that, hey, this is just like, a desire that we have. For example, if you really want to go to Harvard and that's the top of the top on your list, right? It is the number one on your list. Everybody wants to go to Harvard. You've been thinking about Harvard since you were a little kid, but you know, you get rejected or like the interview process or the application process is so long, or like, let's say you actually get into the school, but maybe deep down after going on visits on campus and talking to people, you realize like, you know what? Maybe University UMass Amherst might be a better fit for me, right? Or Florida State University. I mean, this these are just examples. Might be a better fit for me because they have the program that I'm looking for. I like the people that I interacted with. But when we want something so bad, we often get 
jaded, like that clouds our judgment and it doesn't allow us to really be able to think and recognize when our gut is talking to us. This also happens when we're trying to date somebody, right? If we're trying to date somebody that's not a good fit for us and you're, and our gut is screaming like, okay, this is not the right person for you. Not necessarily because they're a bad person, but maybe they're just not a right person for you. But let's say you've been crushing on this person for years, right? And it's like you finally have them in your grasp. You feel like you have to take the opportunity. That's not always what's right for you, you know? So wanting something so bad can definitely jade how we connect to our intuition or gut response. So another thing that holds us back is trauma and abuse in childhood, right? So if we've experienced any sort of trauma or abuse, it really can affect how we look at the world. And one of the most important things about um, listening to your gut is trusting yourself, right? Because nobody else can do it for you. You have to radically trust yourself. And if you've been paying attention, there's a theme in all of the things that hold us back, right? When you want something badly, when you, um, you know, looking for the opinions of other people, prejudice, like those things come from not trusting ourselves, right? They come from us having a certain um, experience, right? And feeling like we should want something. So intuition is very, that's the key ingredient, trusting yourself, trusting in your decisions, trusting your abilities. So when you've experienced trauma or abuse as a child, that does jade how you're able to trust yourself, right? Because if you can't trust yourself, then it's going to be very hard for you to trust your intuition. So what do I mean? If you've been hurt really bad as a child, you know, it might be a lot of, there might be a lot of shame and blame. Like it's my fault. I'm the reason why I was abused. I'm the reason why this traumatic experience experience happened to me. And when that happens, it's very hard to unlearn that. And it's very hard to learn how to trust yourself. And a lot of us have been through some sort of, you know, emotional trauma, whether it's we're losing someone or we've been abused. So that does affect how we look at the world, right? Because we don't, part of our instincts as human beings is we don't want to get hurt. We don't want to put ourselves in situations where we're like fighting to survive, whether that's physically, mentally emotionally or mentally, right? We're constantly, a lot of the actions that drive us are towards like making sure that we're, we're surviving. So in a way we're like, our default setting is survival mode, right? And yes, we have innate instincts in us, like, hey, you're hungry, eat. Um, but sometimes the emotional instincts and, you know, the, 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 the instinct that kind of feels like a third eye, like your psychic abilities sometimes get drowned or jaded because you're like, how do I know for sure? Right? Because everything in this world needs answers, right? (laughs) Everything in this world has to be practical. So we're constantly looking to our practical brain to make sense of things. And a lot of times with intuition has nothing to do with practicality. Um, So it's all about trusting yourself and tapping into you know, that energy source, which some people call your spirit guides, Holy Spirit, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. I believe that that is what your intuition or your gut is, right? Um, And it's not explainable and it can't be explained. So let's get into the main part of this, which is how to cultivate your intuition. Now that you understand some of the things that hold you back from listening to yourself, 
Here are some of the things that you can do to strengthen that muscle. So the first thing is slowing down and clearing your mind. Now, this is absolutely so important because our mind is bombarded 24-7. We are constantly making decisions, right? Every single day, right? We're always making decisions from the time we wake up, even the decision to get out of bed, right? Or, or choosing to get out of bed. That, that is a decision in and of itself. So it is decision overload. That's what I call it, right? We get pulled in 20,000 different directions, whether it's by family, friends, work, you know, hobbies that we might have, whatever you want to call it, we are constantly making decisions. So sometimes in order for us to really make sure that we're tapping into our gut, our guide, that personal instinct that we have that is innate in us, we got to make sure that we're slowing down, take some time back. Like for me, whenever I have to make a major decision or I'm at a crossroads and I don't know what I need to do, especially when it comes to that example that I gave about the job, what do I do? I I, I stopped. I remember just lying down on my couch and just thinking about the best action or the best way forward. A lot of times my gut response comes to me when I'm silent and I'm not trying to think right? And I'm not trying to make the perfect decision. I'm just trying to breathe and just, you know, just take a step back, not putting pressure on myself to make that decision. That's the point. Slowing down and clearing your mind takes away that pressure that you need to make a split second decision immediately. Take some time time away. If somebody's like, oh, we need your opinion on this and you can, and you can step back and be like, you know what? Give me a couple of days. Give me a couple of hours. I'll come back to it. And you know, even if people in your life know that you're going through something or you need to make a decision about something and people keep asking you about it, just be like, Hey, listen, I'm taking my time. Just give me a moment. Let me assess. Let me sleep on it. You know, like take away that pressure from yourself that will really help in strengthening your gut and allowing you to actually realize when your gut or your instinct is actually like speaking to you. Another thing is notice the sensations in your body, right? When we have a gut response, I know for me, and I think this happens to a lot of people, I have a a, a response. My body has a physical response. So for me, I literally feel my a gut in my in my stomach like you know like it feels like my stomach clenches up I feel kind of like I want to throw up almost um it's it doesn't always happen like that but for some really really strong gut responses where I'm just like nope I shouldn't be doing that um that's what happens now have I always listened to that (laughs) you would think because I had such a strong gut response I'd be like oh yeah I'm listening to that nope nope I have not always listened to that. I can actually think about two different times that I'll probably share, you know, further down the line as you uh, in the podcast um, that I didn't listen to. Now I've learned my lesson and I know that was my gut literally like kicking me over the side of my head and I'm going to be listening to that moving forward. Sometimes it's just, I feel a sense of calm, overwhelming calm come over me. So it's not always like a strong gut response where it's like, I feel like, oh, I just got a little queasy. Like I feel a little sick. Sometimes it feels, I feel overwhelming peace. It's almost like an overwhelming knowing, right? Like I get a thought in my head and that thought is not always, it's not my thoughts. It, I know it's not my thoughts because it comes very direct 
it's 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 not confused it's a it's a straight shooter that's the type of because a lot of the thoughts i have are like all over the place this one comes in directly and i know that that's not that's my intuition talking to me um and then i get an overwhelming sense of calm i feel excessively relaxed that's how i know my gut is talking to me for some people their arm gets cold right or their ears might start to itch or some you know or their heart starts to flutter um so everybody has different sensations that they feel when they have a gut response so pay attention to what happens to your body and sometimes it's not like i said it's not overwhelming like for me sometimes it's not that queasy feeling. It's just a peaceful feeling or just like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I got that message, you know? So it, it's not always strong, but sometimes, you know, it, it can be overpowering. So pay attention to those um, sensations or feelings that you have in your body. That That's like, that is strong. Like that means your angels, the Holy Spirit, God wants you to pay attention to something. Um, another thing is focus on you. Okay, if you want to strengthen your gut, focus on you. And I cannot stress this enough because I've been trying to stress this to myself all the time. Whenever I'm making decisions, I slowly start to see my mind like drift away into other people's minds. And like, how would they think? What would they think about this? How would they feel about this? Oh, my God, how would how will this decision affect them? Am I going to hurt somebody emotionally? You know, like I just start thinking about, oh, am I going to disappoint people? So I start thinking about all these different things. And it's like, okay, Jumi, you're making a decision for yourself. Boo. Okay, this is not about anybody else. This is not how anybody else is going to feel. And like for me, who naturally I'm I'm always thinking about other people like that is literally my default setting. So I'm still like I'm doing a lot better, um, but I don't know how to be. It comes off like I'm being selfish in thought. Right. That's what it comes off like. Let me just put a name to it because that's how it feels. It feels like I'm being selfish or like I'm not thinking about others. But a lot of times if if you want people to get the best version of you, if you want and which requires you to be happy, you have to make decisions that only align with how you feel. Right. Um, because you're not making a decision based on prejudice or unconscious bias or you're not trying to make a decision. So like to please people like this has to be about you. Right. And we all know when we're being intentional. Right. So be intentional and focus on yourself. If you start seeing yourself drift into how other people might feel or react, I'm telling you this right now, you're like dimming the light on your gut. Right. You're going to end up making a decision not based on what you want or feel in your heart, but but based on what you think other people require of you, right? And like I said, your gut is something that a lot of people are not going to understand. And, you know, you have to protect that energy. You have to protect your own intuition, your own wisdom, because, you know, it's, it's your life. So you really have to focus on on you. And the final thing in strengthening your muscle or your intuition is taking action. People take action on it. And like I said, it's a it's a step-by-step process. Make a mental note. Like if you every time I follow my gut or my intuition, I make a mental note of that about the outcome, right? Because that helps to reinforce when I'm doing the right thing. And it reinforces that okay, Jimmy, you need to listen to your gut when this happens or when you feel this way or when you like feel this feeling, right? You need to listen to that because that's your gut because your gut will never fail you. 
And a lot of times it might not even be something that um, you listen to your gut and then all of a sudden you can see the rewards of listening to your intuition. Sometimes you might not see it right away, but it's that radical trust of yourself. So making sure that you're taking action on this into your gut is the most important thing to strengthen your intuition. Listen to your gut. And like I said, baby steps, right? It doesn't have to be so dramatic, right? But just do inventory anytime that you do listen to your gut and be like, oh, okay, that 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 makes sense. Like I can see why it's important to listen to my gut. So I hope all of that is helpful. I'm just going to go down the list one more time. I'm going to start off with the things that hold us back. So the first thing I said is overthinking, thinking too hard about it, trying to make a decision, like not being able to focus, trying to make it be practical. And your intuition is not about, it's not practical. It doesn't make sense. It's, 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 it's a, um, it's without need of conscious reasoning, right? It does not involve like your practical mind. So overthinking is something that holds you back. The idea of, um, you should. So this is the second thing. The idea of like, you should do something, right? Is going to hold you back from actually listening to your intuition and your guide because you think that you have to do something based on what society tells you. And maybe the people who really care about you tell you, but it's not really what you feel like you're supposed to be doing. So, you know, that's another thing as well. The third thing that could hold you back from listening to your gut, um, prejudice and unconscious bias. So a lot of times this doesn't really hold you back from listening to your gut, but it it like gives you like a false sense of instinct or like not instinct, a false sense of intuition where it's like, no, it's not intuition. It's just like you just have these preconceived motions, some of them you're aware of, some of them you're not aware of. And that's why you're acting the way you're acting or doing what you're doing. It has nothing to do with your intuition. Another thing that holds us back, and this is the fourth one, is when you seek an opinion or want advice from people that you really care about, like authority figures, like your parents, right? Or your grandparents, or your aunts and uncles, or your teachers, your professors, um, or just people that you love, your partner, your siblings. Seeking advice from them can hold you back because, you know, they're going to probably give you advice coming from the best part of them with great intuition. And you have to be able to decipher like, okay, is this advice I should be taking or should I kind of listen to my intuition or listen to my gut when it comes to this space? Another thing that holds us back from my intuition, and I believe this is number five, is wanting something so badly. Like I said, if you want something so badly, you want to believe that that's what your intuition is telling you to go for, but it's actually not the case. You just want it really badly. Another thing and the final one that I think holds us back from, you know, really following our gut is previous trauma abuse in child or abuse in childhood. So, you know, if we we've all experienced some sort of trauma, right, whether physical trauma, emotional trauma from losing people, from getting rejected or, you know, actually being abused. Um, and that affects how we look at the world. It affects how we look at the external world and it affects how we look at our internal world. So it's going to be hard to trust um, not just people, but trust ourselves, right? So 
if you're not able to trust yourself, then it's going to be very hard for you to follow your gut because your gut is all about trusting yourself. So now that we've done a recap of the things that hold us back from following our gut, here are the things that you need to cultivate to, here's just a quick rundown of the things you need to cultivate to follow your intuition. So number one, slow down and clear your mind. Remember, I said that if you do not slow down and clear your mind, all those other thoughts that you have, all that other baggage that you have in your head constantly isn't going to allow you to make the right decision. So take a breather. Don't put so much pressure on yourself and give yourself permission to make the right decision for you. Another thing that will help strengthen your your um, your intuition is um, following and noticing the sensation in your body. So that's number two. Notice the sensation in your body, people. So, you know, a lot of us have sensational triggers when we need to make a decision. Like I said, I feel mine in my gut um, or an overwhelming peaceful feeling comes over me. For other people, it might they might feel like a cold chill in your arm or their back. Whatever the case is, pay attention to what your body, your bodily sensations are when you get an intuitive hit, right? Um, that's very important because that's your gut talking to you. And listen to that because I think those are the strongest intuitive hits, in my opinion. Another thing is focusing on you. That's number three. Do not make decisions based on what other people are going to think. Sometimes you really have to step out of that and make a decision for you. And then number four in strengthening your muscle, like I said before, is taking action on it. So remember, take action on your intuition. If you're getting that intuitive hit, if you get that clench in your stomach, your arm gets cold, or you get that overwhelming peaceful feeling, whatever that feeling is for you, listen to it, take it, take action on it, and then write down every single time that you do and make a, or me- make a mental note that like, okay, when I listen to my intuition at this point, this is what happened. Because a lot of times when we listen to our intuition, um we actually, there's a positive reason to that, right? It's not explainable, but we only see it after we listen. So when you listen to your intuition, it's like, okay, I listened to my intuition at this point and this is what happened. So make a mental note. And remember, it's a step-by-step process. It's not, I mean, it's going to take time. It's a, think of your intuition as a muscle you have to build, right? So it, it, it just takes practice, right? And don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. I certainly don't put that much pressure on myself to be perfect, but these are some of the tips and insights that have helped me in building my intuition thus far. And I got a lot of this, um, a lot of these great points from this website called One Love. I'm going to be leaving the article in the show notes should you want to check it out yourself. I'm sure that I'm going to be having a lot more episodes regarding like intuition and, you know, digging a little bit deeper. But this is just more of like an introduction into intuition and how to really make sure that we know how to strengthen our intuition. So I hope that you guys really thoroughly enjoyed today's episode. Till next time, peace and love. Always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.